Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and welcome to Shear Jeshub, a Bible study program brought to you by the fellowship of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My name is Patty Scalzo, and in today's broadcast, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing our study on heavenly authority. At the end of the program, I will be giving you an address where you can contact us. So have a paper and pencil close by. But for now, please open your Bibles and let's go into the study. We pick up this morning our study on heavenly authority. Uh, again, in the book of Judges, last week we have the foundation set for who the judges were. And we want to start today to look at a few of them in the book of Judges. First we have Othniel. Now some, some of your concordances or encyclopedias might say Othniel. And a lot of these names, there's debate over the exact pronunciation the original way. Uh, we'll say Othniel for today's study. He's the first judge. We're going to see he's the son of Kenaz, who's Caleb's younger brother. And so Othniel is Caleb's nephew, obviously Caleb being the one who spied out the land and gave the good report, and so was one of the two who were allowed to go into the promised land. Um, and Caleb is from the tribe of Judah, so Othniel is from the tribe of Judah. And remember we said last time that these judges are from different tribes, as though the Spirit of God looked over the land and saw individuals he could choose and anoint to deliver the Israelites out of the hands of their enemies. Some of the translations will interpret this section to say that Othniel was Caleb's younger brother. It depends upon how you read the Hebrew. But when you look at Chronicles chapter 4, that does not seem to support that lineage. Rather, Othniel is Caleb's nephew. And Othniel first distinguishes himself by capturing Debir, a town in Judah's hill country, for his uncle Caleb. Caleb promises, and we read about this, we won't do it today, you read about this in Joshua 15, verses 13 to 19, in Judges chapter 1, verses 9 to 13. Caleb promises to give to the man who captures Debir from uh, the enemies uh, to give his daughter Aksar in marriage. And uh, Othniel is able to capture the town, and so he marries Caleb's daughter. Let's read about him in Judges chapter 3 and verse 7. So the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. They forgot the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Asherahs. Now, obviously, the Baals are the Canaanite uh, gods. Asherah or Asherah would be the Canaanite goddesses. And therefore, verse 8, the anger of the Lord Yahweh was hot against Israel. And he sold them into the hand of Cushanrish Adeim, the king of Mesopotamia. And the children of Israel served Cushanrish Adeim eight years. And when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer or a savior for the children of Israel who delivered them 
Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Shaphat in the Hebrew. He judged Israel. He went out to war, and the Lord delivered Cushan Rishadeim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand. And his hand prevailed over Cushan Rishadeim. So the land had rest for 40 years. Then Othniel, the son of Kenaz, died. The same pattern that the author of the book of Judges laid forth at the beginning, we see happens here. The children of Israel do evil in the sight of the Lord. They forget the previous generation. They forget the God of their fathers. And it's a terrible thing about human nature that when things are going good, we won't follow the Lord and we rebel. And it takes sometimes oppression and suffering and sometimes terrible suffering before we'll cry out and cry out to the Lord and in his mercy he delivers us. Here they forgot the Lord. Not only do they forget the Lord, but they serve these satanic, demonic gods of the Canaanites, the peoples whom they had been told would be spit out of the land because of their heathenism, their worship of these false gods and the practices that resulted. And therefore the anger of the Lord, verse 8, was hot against Israel. The author is very dramatic. The Holy Spirit is very dramatic in letting us know how angry God is when we abandon him and we turn towards false gods. And as a result, he pulls back his hand. He pulls back his power from them. And the king of Mesopotamia is able to subdue them. And for eight years, they're under his oppression. And then they, they are brought to the point where they finally cry out. And when they cry out, God's mercy, you see his justice, that he pulls back his hand when they turn away to show them how much they need him, to show them he's the one that protects them. But then when they cry out, again he raises up someone to deliver them. And this time, this first time here, this first judge is Atmiel. And how the spirit of the Lord comes upon him, how the anointing for leadership comes through the Holy Spirit. And he went out to war, and this power that's there, when the Spirit of God is upon him, and his hand prevailed against Kushan Rishadeim, and then there's rest. God gives the victory, and there's rest. And the rest is for 40 years. And then it says in verse 11, then Othniel the son of Kenaz died. We saw last week how when God would raise up these judges, these deliverers, these saviors, the people would turn back as long as they had deliverance. And then when the judge would die, they would turn right back to the ways they were going. And it's such an example of how you cannot drag somebody with you into the kingdom of heaven. Many times there are those in our circle of influence who we keep in the Lord, so to say, that they, they will come to church, they'll read the Bible, they'll pray because you have an influence on them. But they never quite make that step themselves where they 
with all their heart and soul and might and strength, love the Lord God. And then when we're gone, they turn right back. At some point, every individual has to make the choice themselves. You can only do so much to pull someone along. These judges won great victory under the Spirit of God. And the people were very uh, enthusiastic at the victory. But as soon as the judge died, they forgot what happened. And they went right back into their old ways. Verse 12 of Judges 3. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord strengthened Eglon, king of Moab, against Israel because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. And Judges sometimes becomes like a broken record on purpose, just to show that there's nothing new under the sun. God shows in history how over and over again the same things happen. They rebel, he raises up an enemy, he strengthens an enemy to bring them to their senses. Now, uh, Ehud, who we're going to study here, he's not from the tribe of Judah, he's from the tribe of Benjamin. Uh, verse 13, then he gathered to himself the people, this is speaking about Eglon, the king of Moab, he gathered to himself the people of Ammon and Amalek, went and defeated Israel and took possession of the city of Palms. So the children of Israel served Eglon, king of Moab, 18 years. But when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, Yahweh, the Lord raised up a deliverer for them, Ehud, the son of Gira, or Gira, the Benjamite, a left-handed man. By him the children of Israel sent tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. So God is going to now come upon Ehud. And Ehud, the people of Israel, are going to send their money to the Moabite king through him. But there's going to be deception that God will use to bring deliverance to his people. Verse 16, now Ehud made himself a dagger. It was double-edged, a double-edged dagger and a cubit in length. Remember what a cubit is? The distance from your elbow to your fingertip. It was about 18 inches, so it's a long dagger. And he fastened it under his clothes on his right thigh. You know, if you're right-handed, you pull your sword from the left side. Well, if you're left-handed, you pull it from the, the right side. Verse 17, so he brought the tribute, the money to pay to Eglon, king of Moab, and now Eglon was a very fat man. And when he had finished presenting the tribute, he sent away the people who had carried the tribute. But he himself turned back from the stone images that were at Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. He said, keep silent. And all who attended him went out from him. And we see in this Eglon, the character of a, of a leader of his people who's sloppy, he's fat, he's self-indulgent, he wants to make sure he keeps as much money to himself. In some ways he reminds you of a spiritual type of this country and how because of that, because of his uh, self-indulgence, 
He opens himself up for destruction, for deception. When he hears that uh, Ehud has something else for him, a secret for him, he wants to take him aside so none of the other attendants will hear what might benefit him. We will leave our study at this point today, and we thank you for being with us. I know in today's unbelievably busy world, it is difficult to find the time to write, but your words of encouragement are greatly appreciated. Also, if you feel prayerfully led of the Lord to help support the Church Fellowship Outreach of Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, your donations would also be greatly appreciated. Please send all correspondence and make out all donations to Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B Christian Tabernacle Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 Once again, that's Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 and if you are going to be in the Madison Connecticut area I would like to invite you to join us for Sunday service Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning for Bible study praise worship and the Lord's Supper at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Town Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison Connecticut take I-95 to exit 61 go down to Route 1 Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. We are in the yellow brick and white building. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shear Jeshub.